This is Story Slinger, a weekly show about being an indie author, the writing process, and the business of self-publishing. Join me, your host, Teague Delaplane, each week to learn about my projects and processes and listen to readings from my past, present, and future works. Let's sling some stories together. Hello, and welcome to Story Slinger. This is week 11 of 2022. I'm your host, Teague Delaplane, and this week I'm going to discuss the challenges of writing a sequel, how NFTs could be a new revolution for indie authors, and I'll read from my latest book, The Sea at Sunrise. Let's get after it. My guess is that this has happened to more than one author before. You write a draft of a book and can't seem to make it work, so you put it aside for another time. Well, this happened to me with my current work in progress, Ghost Painter, which is the second book in my Paranormal Activity Research Center, or PARC, series. There's a twist. You see, Ghost Painter was the first book I ever wrote in the PARC world. But because it was kind of clunky and needed so much work, I decided to write a completely different book to start the series. So now, the first book I wrote to create the series will become the second book in the actual series. Writing a sequel is hard, period. There's an expectation both for the writer and the reader that the new book will have the same voice and follow the same characters as the previous book or books. And that's tough to do, especially if it's the second book, because you've only really just gotten started with the series and you're probably not sure what you did to make the first book what it was. Plus, there are a ton of continuity issues that you have to deal with. In order to make it work, I've gone back to my first book, Voodoo Princess, and made a sort of series guidebook just for me that I can use to make sure I keep names, locations, clothing, personalities, all of that consistent throughout the series. Writing has its myriad challenges anyway, like just sitting down and doing the work. But I hope that by giving myself as many tools as possible, I can remove most of the obstacles in the way of finishing a book. As indie authors, we're already well-versed in the digital world. We sell our books, often exclusively, as digital products. We share images, videos, audio, and other digital media online. And we interact with our readers using digital bridges like chat and email. But there's a rapidly developing technology that might change the game for indie authors in a huge way. NFTs. An NFT, or non-fungible token, is a unique digital item with a sole owner. It can be resold or given away, but because it is built on blockchain technology, it cannot be stolen or lost or deleted. As indie authors, we can turn our already digital books into NFTs and sell them as limited edition products, or create something new related to our work. The process is a little complicated, but like anything in the indie publishing world, it's definitely figureoutable. Here are some simple steps you can take to create an NFT out of digital products related to your books. Number one. Create a digital product that you want to turn into an NFT, like a limited edition ebook, an author read chapter audio file, or artwork JPEG. Number two, choose your blockchain. The most popular among artists is Ethereum. Number three, create a crypto wallet and buy currency. I use Coinbase. Number four, pick an NFT marketplace, create your account, and connect it to your crypto wallet. A great place to start is OpenSea. 
Number five, upload your file. And number six, pick a sales process, a fixed price, a timed auction, or an unlimited auction. Though it isn't exactly simple, these six steps are all that it takes to create and sell an NFT. But be aware there are a lot of hidden fees in an NFT transaction. Make sure you price your product appropriately. While ebooks sell on Amazon for as little as 99 cents and average out at around $5 to $6, an NFT will likely generate a couple of hundred dollars in fees. So it needs to be priced above that if you don't want to take a loss. In any case, it's something to look into. The potential to make a lot of money as a writer increases exponentially when technology disruptors like this arise. Being an early adopter is a surefire way to make sure you maximize emerging technology's earning potential. And as indie authors, that's definitely a win. This week's reading comes from The Sea at Sunrise, which is available now on Amazon. I'm blown away by the book's reception. It's my first bestseller, and I'm absolutely shocked by how well it is done. If you haven't read it yet, please get a copy and let me know what you think of it by leaving a review on Amazon. Thanks, and enjoy the reading. How do I capture everything I've ever learned or experienced in a pithy sentence, or even in a cumbersome memoir? It isn't possible, really. I've read plenty of memoirs, all of them by famous people. They have incredible stories. My life pales in comparison. And they also have ghostwriters who know how to tie words together and make them beautiful, and the actual discipline to finish something started. What do I have? A middle-class life, a boring, if honest, marriage, a love of sunrises, but what have I really done that makes it worth remembering, even for me? Maud interrupts my thoughts, or maybe she expands on them. Coming through the door backward, I can barely see what she's hunched over. It's a meal cart, but I already had my breakfast. She's being sneaky, but why? She looks over her shoulder as she pulls the thing in, one bastard wheel squealing and flopping around. It makes my head hurt right behind my eyes, and I squeeze them shut, and when the sound stops and I open them again, Maud has thrown open the shades, and the mid-morning sun comes streaming in and glowing golden over the cart. On top of the cart is a white cloth, draping over the sides and hiding most of the plastic structure. On top of the cloth are these, a dozen orange roses in a pale blue milk glass vase, a large white envelope with Mrs. Kerner written neatly on it, an unwrapped box of lower shell chocolates with a smart red bow attached to one corner, and a small square wrapped in sunrise orange paper, my favorite color. Who would send these things? Who knew my favorite color of the sunrise? There are only two people in the world who would send me any kind of gift at this point, and one of them's dead. This has been Story Slinger, a podcast about the craft of storytelling. If you enjoyed the show, please give it a like and a follow and share it with your friends. You can find out more about me and my books at teaguedelaplane.com and look for me on Amazon. We'll see you next week and thanks for listening.